like, how did Chad do no, that? No, you were doing mouth? Wii music. How did he do that with his That's mouth? That's all it was. See? No. You looked up, no, you looked up at me. You, look, you looked up at me like, oh my god, you know it too? But it's because you were just you were just ripping off uh, Wii. Uh, well, you're about to hear this, and <laughs> you're in for it. No. We nope. I did it right. That's a ter- That's a you know what that you know what that track right there does? Way too long. That's get, how it is. Get to the point. That get to the point. That is the point. With That's the, the song. chorus. No, 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 no. That's the, the chorus. With the song that you were doing, get to the point. You know what a good tune is? That's the wee thing, but this is which is You did such a bad job. You were going no, way watch, too coming. quick. No, you're about to find out. You're about to find out right here. Listen. Hold on. Listening. Chorus is coming. Wish you would have gotten to the part quicker. Way too long. It's too long. I told you. Get to the point. Get to the. the you know what my note is? Get to the point. All they're doing is just hitting notes back. Do 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 do. Hey, hook. How about a hook? Hook me into it. Give me a hook to the ear. This is a hook right here. No, it's not. Terrible. That's a sick, dude. You didn't like this while Fushi was fucking shit up. No, I didn't like it. I didn't like it because you know what I kept saying. Get to the get to the part. It's called get to the hook. That video that I just played that on, mm-hmm. I found on YouTube. Now that is a tune right there. Jujutsu Kaisen Megami Domain Expansion theme. Pretty dope. That's a tune. Got a beginning, got a middle, got an end. (laughs) All in six seconds. Brilliantly composed. Dude, that brings back memories, man. Welcome to the JJ Chronicles, a Jujutsu Kaisen podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie. And I am Chad. He's also laying back in his chair with both of his feet up on the desk. So annoying after the terrible episode he gave us last. It was not terrible. It was was very bad. Uh, It was so bad. It hasn't been posted yet. We've received a ton of feedback about how bad it was. No, I received... Our numbers are down. You've essentially blown up the podcast in one episode because of your lack of caring and laziness. That was not lack of caring or laziness. You brought nothing to the table. I brought at least Because guess what it is your job to do is the summary. You got to do two things. Do good enough notes to where you hit the highlights that I can comment on. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Second of all... Find interesting talking points that you can bring up yourself. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. All right? All you did was drink your Celsius, rip your vape, and lounge back like a lazy dolphin while I tried to scrounge up enough to save us by ripping on that terrible high school, middle school looking girl who was just terrible. She was really bad. Well, I thought I had great bowling talking points and um, guess who go hey guess who brought up the bowling me me 
I said something about his flame you bowling shirt. You said something shirt. about the shirt, and I said it, it looks like he came straight from a bowling alley. And you know what you did? You said, yeah, it looks like he, this is exactly what you did. Quote. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like he just came, uh, he went and smoked, uh, what are they called? It's, uh, he smoked one of those, uh, and I banged this attractive girl under a bridge, and it looks like one of those, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, cigarettes. Dude, I'm used to vapes. I don't know what those old dinosaur looking things are called anymore. But don't y'all worry. You are in good, loving hands. It's a Ronnie episode. It's season one, episode 23, The Origin of Blind Obedience, part dos. Wow, you get the better episode, like always. It is it is what you make of it. And you know what I'm going to make it? A better episode. What did you think of this one? I, I like this one a lot. Did you like this a one a lot. lot? Really? What did you like about it? Gojo, first off in the flashback. Come okay. on now. That was just beautiful stuff right there. And Megumi. All right. So he just named two characters. Fantastic. <laughs> Good work. Megumi and his domain expansion. Thank Spoilers. You. Thank you. We're not getting ahead of ourselves too much. You're just hitting the broad points. Okay. And I like it. So yeah, immediately, we're kind of thrown into a chaotic situation. Itadori is fighting Big Mouth Ghostface, is what I like to call him. And this guy seems to spew some sort of poisonous liquid. Therefore, I will hand this off to a man of liquids himself, Jazzly Chart, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this looks like uh, Taki Diarrhea Farts. Okay. Or not Which farts. Which you have been talking about a lot yeah. this week. I ate, so the other day I ate almost an entire big bag of Takis when I got back because I don't know why I was just like thinking about Takis all day at work. And I was like, I've got to eat some when I get back. Normally, that's like a, uh, I feel like it's definitely a culture done down south, the uh, country down below us, Mexico. I feel like that's part of their culture is eating half a bag of Takis a day. I decided to join that and do it. And the next day, I was bleeding out of my butt, I thought. It was really just the red Taki thing or whatever, but I... I had terrible, immense pain. Does it really? Out of my butt. Was it really red? It was red, yeah. It was <laughs> red, and just I did it so many times that day, and I was thinking, is this ever going to end? And I was thinking too, how chapped is my butt? Yeah, because you know you got to wipe and things right. of that nature, and there's no bidet. Come on, install a bidet at our work toilet. Please. It is. It's kind of. It's like 2021. Could we figure this out? Yeah. So my butt I was agree. hurting, I agree. and it's kind of what this guy reminded me of. Did you wrap, uh, put a little, rub a little Vaseline on it? Uh, no, I don't like to touch my butt. And I think that says a lot about you and your insecurities. So, uh, Kugisaki is playing a real life game of whack-a-mole, meantime. These are the little diglets that you were talking about. Uh, they've, I would say even multiplied. What What does diglet involve into? He, uh involves into well first of all oh, i know this it says something there's three of them now he multiplies you're close i know it's uh, you're so close uh, uh, i don't i can't get it I dig know it. trio fuck i fucking it was a good it. try man i knew that there was three of them and i knew that the name had something to do with three of them but i couldn't i couldn't figure out if it was the beginning of the all right doug trio god 
You had it wrong too. I had it wrong. It's well, now we trio. gotta edit this whole thing out. No, like leave bozos. it in. Leave it in. It's, You're right. Who changes their name to Doug? Because you know what we did, and you know why I was. Because you know what I almost said. What? I almost said Douglet. Oh, that is one of them. It is. No. No, it's not. It's not one of them. It only evolves once, right? Get, I think so. I think it's just one of one of all. And that one always made me kind of mad that. Because yeah. you, about mid-game, when you're trying to work up to that uh, sixth gym badge, you'll go into that mountain place where there's just, like, some of these lethal Doug trios. Yeah. And I'm like, give me a break. Look at these guys. They are not that powerful. No, and it's like, oh, that's real clever of you. You just made three of them, and they're they're just separate, but It's three. a lame evolution. It's like, oh, wow, he's evolving, and you get so excited. You're like, oh, what is this guy going to look like? And guess what? It's just two more of them. Yeah. I'm convinced that they're just throwing three Pokeballs at it at the same time, and they just form, they go up in the same It's hole. an illusion. Yeah, it's yeah. actually quite, it's a cheating tactic. So yeah, uh, she's playing a real-life game of Whack-A-Mole. And speaking of Whack-A-Mole, what was your favorite arcade game when you went to like a Chuck E. Cheese in our region? Ooh, never been to Chuck E. Cheese, but let's Don't see. Don't say that. Huh? Because that's just, that would be a lie. If you said you've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese, that would just be you lying. There's no reason to do that. Like, what, you think you're cool because you never went to a Chuck E. Cheese? When have have I been to a Chuck E. Cheese with you? Name it. I mean, I can't can't say the exact time, but you've definitely been to one. So, have you seen me been to one? No, but I couldn't tell you. You know why I can't tell when you've been to a Chuck E. Cheese? Because I couldn't tell you definitively when I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese. So, you've never been? Yeah, I have been. Well, here's the thing, though. If you don't remember it, you never went. That's kind of how I look at it. And that's exactly why you're an idiot. Okay, I have been to a Chuck E. Cheese, guys. <laughs> but I don't remember the games there. My favorite games in an arcade oh, are... You ever been to an arcade? You've been yeah. to a Chuck E. Cheese, okay? <laughs> They're not... No. Not every arcade has a stupid robot mouse walking around I'm creepy t- as hell. What did I ask you? All right. Let's pause for a second since you're being so obnoxious. What was the question I asked you? When was the last time you went to Chuck E. Cheese? Nope. And that goes to show how much you listen to me. You want me to say it again, you fucking idiot? Say it one more time. That I dislike? Say it. bang the table again. (laughs) On fire. What was your favorite arcade game? And for an example, to try and lead you there to even closer to the destination we needed to get to... <clears throat> when you went to like, like 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 a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I never had a favorite one at Chuck E. Cheese, but my favorite arcade game would be the basketball ones. Where you get to shoot in the little hoops and it times you and you got to get a high score and you got to score a lot in a row. That is 100% my favorite. That and the, the horizontal. Um, I hate you so much. The horizontal blue uh, squares. I just hate you. Where they go horizontally and they start off with three, and you gotta time it. You gotta press the button in the middle, and then it goes to two, then it goes to one. You gotta win a prize at the end. Those two are my favorite. You just break my spirit sometimes, and I just like. <laughs> I just answered your question. Just, you answered my question initially with yes, a very fun game, but it's like the lamest arcade game to pick because no, it's, it's just not. it's just shooting a basketball, shooting a little tiny one. It's just shooting. All it is, it's just oh. shooting a basketball. Uh, 
Well, mine was the skee ball machine because I'm just, it's just bowling a small ball. Like, pick something that you can only do. Guess what? Oh, you like that? You like that arcade game so much? Guess what? Let's go do it right now. No, it's different. Though. Wait, let's go do it right now. You can't do it right now. Guess what? You have one. We'll go. We'll go buy a few balls. All right. We can set. We can go buy a couple supplies and in ten minutes create something that would equal that arcade game. Pretty much 95% of the way there. All right? I don't agree with that because it's small balls. you got to find small ones. Not all of them. They're not all small balls. Yeah, I'm not, talking about the, I'm not talking about the big ones. I'm talking about the small ones. So, I hate you. But, okay, but if, so it's not, if it's not that one, it's the square game? Yeah, the one that you couldn't explain. The one that you like so much but had such a hard time explaining. Well, there's not a name for people, it. People went like this. People went, what is he talking about? So, okay. You know, here, I'll, I'll explain it better. Said, what is he? The squares? Blue? Why is it blue squares? What is he talking about? It's an electronic game. You have a button. You must. You start off with three squares. It moves horizontally. You gotta line it up. You gotta click it in the middle. Then it goes to two, and then it goes faster and faster each round. And then by the end, you're having to line up one square when it's going super fast. And I've got such good hand-eye coordination that I was so good at it. I won NCAA 2014 PS2 game doing it. And multiple, a controller one time, because the prizes were big when you got that high. Okay, this is kind of awkward. Uh, For a little reference there, 2014 NCAA football game. That would have been when we were seniors in high school. What were you doing? Stevie B's. I, I. What were you doing? Playing, My grandma took playing me there. arcade games for your. And here's the other thing that people might not have caught in that for your PSP. No, PS2. Not my PSP. PS2? Yeah. You're just. Something's not right here. What? It was 2014. What? I don't get what you're saying. <laughs> the. The PlayStation 4 was no, out in was 2004. Was it? I'm pretty sure at least the PlayStation 3. Definitely not the PlayStation 2. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 because I had it on Xbox okay. 360. PS2. All right, so what is up with you today? What? I just feel like you're putting in a really bad performance. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're you're proud of the work. You're. I thought that was a great game. I used to be so good at it, dude. My grandma, she took me to Stevie B's a couple times. You know, it's a buff pizza buffet place. Um, a lot of times, I would eat. I wouldn't even go there for the pizza. I would just go for the arcade games. It's kind of like a high class Chuck E. Cheese. And yeah, dude, I just I want a bunch of prizes. So Fushi, he's taking a second to get the lay of the land. He's starting to realize this might not be as bad as once thought. And that they should be able to exercise this uh, curse pretty quickly. That is until Kugisagi, Kugisaki, gets snatched up, and the uh, which is of, Nobara for those who don't know. But I don't think we're saying it right, and I definitely said Kugisagi right. Uh, I think you like a little uh, bed bug, like a little uh, parasite, is what I'm looking for. Whoa inserted yourself into me and made me start saying that name wrong. I think we've said that wrong no, for I definitely half did not insert myself into you. <laughs> you got into me. Against my will. My I didn't want to be part of it, but you got into me. 
The amount of absolute chill she's uh, portraying while being pulled into a wall by a scary monster was unbelievable. She was like, you just don't worry about me. You take care of this. I'm going to go back into this black hole with this thing. And this is the second time because Fushi goes, she gets sucked away so easily. A guy just sent me something on Discord saying he was wondering what is our opinion on D&D. I don't... DMT? D&D. D&D. Dine... Come on. Disney... Oh my god. It's Dungeons and Dragons. I guess that explains what... Well, Dungeons and Dragons never done it. Dude, so, you didn't answer me, though. What? I just made what a great comment. He goes, Nobara is so good at getting sucked away. That is the second time now she's just been randomly sucked away in a black hole. You're not, you're not seeing it. So what, you, you're taking credit for his line? What do you, you no, said I'm you saying, made a great comment. What do you... I'm saying, I was hoping... You said, oh, I made a great comment, and then you just... Well, you didn't say for it. You just literally quoted what I know, but you didn't mention it. You weren't like, "Wow, this same thing just happened." Like episode six, where she just gets pulled into a black hole, sucked away. I want to hear. Let me tell you why I didn't put that in my notes. Because we say that, and then this is what this is the only logical place to go after we say that. Say it again. Let's. Wow, she's so good at getting sucked away. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so moving on. <laughs> That's all we can say. What else do we say? You say, wow. Oh, yeah, she's getting sucked up real good. Yeah, Dude, don't, cr- don't make it like that. I'm just well, saying. Well, I'm not. She's getting sucked up. So I said, what? You're the one ma- you were the one making it like that by no, saying don't make it like that. I was not making it like that. I was making it like that. Well, then don't say so it So like if that. I wasn't making it like that, you made it like that by saying I made it like that. I think... No, me saying that called out the way your tone was saying it by saying that you said it like that. I, how did you I say said it? it like that? But but how did you I go, say it? <laughs> sucked away. <laughs> I, oh really? Did that's I say what that? You did. No no no. You're the one that's got your dick hanging out of your shorts because your leg and picking your nose and ripping vapes with your leg up on the table. Well, I'm trying to fucking take I'm us chilling, to. The, I'm trying to take us to the fucking promised land. Well hey, I need some more vape sauce. So if anybody wants don't to donate, don't call cause. sauce. Don't call sauce. So as a matter of fact, Big Mouth Ghostface claims that this happens to be the bigger brother. We need a better bro- name for this guy. That's a sucky name. <laughs> I like it, Big Mouth Ghostface. Because guess what? Guess why I like it? Name. Guess what I like it? It tells you you know exactly what you're dealing with. <laughs> you do, but BMGF. If I'm we, not a fan of that if, acronym. <laughs> come on, say it again. You actually, BMGF. you actually kind of like it now that you BMGF. Said it. Okay, that is kind of kind of catchy. Because guess what? If I if we were to name this guy, and this is a terrible nickname, this is just you know for an example, we call him Big Frank. It's a terrible nickname. I told you it was. If I say oh, this guy's dealing with Big Frank, you're like, well, I don't really know what I'm up against. But if I say Big Mouth Ghostface, you go, okay, all right. So this guy's gonna have a big mouth. He's got a got a he's got a ghost faced. But I'm gonna yeah. take care of the situation. BMGF. But also, the curse that snatched uh, Nobara had an orange arm and was sporting some very elegant cufflinks. So we know that this curse wasn't any of the ones we were dealing before because no one had these cufflinks. Yeah, he's a very uh, fashionist. It is so f- fashionable to be wearing cufflinks. He's a fascist. And nothing else. Mm-hmm. 
So wait, he's he's just wearing cufflinks. It's nothing just cufflinks. Else. There's no sleeves. He's butt naked with cufflinks. Well, I'm kind of talking about the top portion, but yeah, oh. I suppose if you were looking for that got you Ronnie moment, there it is. Hope you feel good about yourself. <laughs> No, I just thought that'd be awesome if somebody was just wearing cufflinks and they were butt naked. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Fushi sends Yuji to go help while he takes care of everything here in this spooky cave. And outside it is revealed that our mystery curse is an absolute unit of a gentleman. He is. I'm getting some v- very serious Hisoka vibes from this guy. Yeah, I was going to say JoJo's, and basically every JoJo's character is... Is Hisoka. Is Hisoka, yeah. Yeah, this guy's just oozing in sex, can't explain his plan quickly because he is so busy seductively licking his thumb in between sentences. Mm. He, uh... Like he's about to turn a page. He assumes Kugisaki and gang are on the same errand as him and says as long as they retreat, they won't have any issues. But she can't seem to figure out if this is a cursed spirit or cursed user, and then ask, "What's that smell?" Yeah, and I was confused by that because, like, she was just in a very stinky room. It seemed like, but this guy smells worse than them, so this guy must smell terrible. So, what do you think of that line? Because to me, I feel like anyone who's looking at this goes, "Oh, this is a curse." Yeah, I, maybe she's think? just like, maybe she's saying, "What's that smell?" As in. That's not like a straight up curse. This kind of smells humany too. So this she's like, this is a hybrid. This is a chimera. Antark. What a great arc. Loved how it was sixty nine episodes long. Uh, back in the cave, Fushi is breaking the whack a mole record. With the number of tickets he has acquired, he will most definitely be able to obtain a Chinese finger trap, which is fun for all until you play with it by yourself and get it stuck on your fingers longer than you were anticipating. Those things are awesome. I have. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. And everyone's you get a been nervous. There. You like get in the rhythm of putting it on, taking it off, and then for some reason, it's like you forget how to take it off, and it gets stuck on there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you think you'll get at the arcade? If you get, oh well, the the best prize is probably a Chinese finger trap. Another good one is just, like, a couple Jolly Ranchers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I said, how about one of those stretchy, sticky hands Ooh, that you could sick. slap around and it would stick to stuff? Um, you also lost that thing the day after just to find it six months later in the floorboard of your father's 2001 Ford Explorer. Yes. Another good one would be uh, the uh, tops to put to plug into your Crocs. Those little like uh-huh. rubber things. Yeah, that's like either like Once a smiley again, face or you know. I think that was. I gotta call you out here. I think you were probably getting those a little bit later in life than you should have been going to an arcade, but that's fair enough. Um, well, in 2014, we. Yeah. Once again, I'll say seniors in high school. Uh, <laughs> uh, plastic slinky that's poorly built. It will be tangled by the time you get home to the staircase. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you can't wait to get home and try it on a staircase. When you do get home, it's already bent, tangled up a little bit. And like you said, you kind of mentioned uh, candy. Along with the Jolly Ranchers, you would also get Tootsie Rolls and some Smarties. Tootsie Rolls were 100% always the lowest to buy. Like, you could get, if you only had like two tickets left, Mm -hmm. you're guaranteed a Tootsie Roll. That's why you always had them, because you, and then you had two tickets left over, and the only thing you could get. Was for three tickets, a pack, 
package of Smarties for one, you get a Tootsie Roll. And then you look on the expiration date of the Tootsie Roll, and it's like five years before mm-hmm. because they just, they've had Tootsie Rolls just sitting there forever. Exactly. Yep. But then they said, just put it in your mouth, kind of let it sit in there for about yep. five minutes, then you will be able to chew it, and it will be stuck in your teeth for the next seven hours. Fantastic. God, how I missed the arcade. So, by the way, how badass is Shadow in this episode? He, we have to come up with, I, well, I wanted to call him. It's named Shadow, because it doesn't no, matter how much is, you change. He changed a lot. He evolutionized. I was going to call him Shadow Train. I thought that was a sick. I fucking hate it. What? I hate it. Or Midnight Shadow Train? Or. Guess what? Train's still in it? Okay. Still hate it. Shadow Conductor. Hate it? What's up with all this rail. What's up with all this railroad lingo? Midnight Shadow Caboose. Once again with the railroad lingo, don't like it. Midnight Shadow Caboose is a uh, lady of the night. That you could walk into a brothel and be like, I will take Midnight Shadow Caboose. <laughs> and they kind of look at you and go, whoa, all right. That's a lot of woman. <laughs> Fushi starts to ponder the nature of the curse and why it just started to kill now. He thinks back to it making its first victim in June and then realizes that what else happened in June, Chad? Itadori ate a phalange. He ate the, the first, first phalange. Yeah. Meanwhile, one of that's these... when he became a philanthropist. Uh, meanwhile, for one of those that don't know, uh-huh. that's a play on the philanthropist word. Yeah, that's word. a philan. Yep. One of those spooky sucky. That's ca- right. That is correct. What he says is correct. So one of those spooky sucky cave things is giving birth to what? Another curse that is almost exactly like the one we fought in the juvenile detention center so many episodes ago. What did you think of the return of one of these guys? I thought it was pretty cool. This is just like a, uh, this is like running into a wild, uh, God, what do you call that thing? Pidgey. It's like running into a wild Pidgey. Um, well, I think this guy's much stronger than Pidgeotto. It's like Pidgey. running into a wild Pidgeotto multiple times. Um, or no, it's like running into a Pidgeot. That's well, what it's like. I think it's like running into a Pidgey. Well, it's like running into a Pidgeot. Um, oh, I see what you because it's stronger. Because you're, it's you're stronger. Evolving, you're evolving the Pidgey. Fantastic. Yeah, it's like a bunch of evolved Pidgeys, like right when you're about to fight the final four, all in that grassy area. That's mm-hmm. what this guy's like. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you now. While we see that, overdubbed is what I like to call him Jujusoko. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ju- that one. Jujusoka. Ju- how should I say it? Jujusoko? Juju. Uh, Hisoka. Jujusoka. Jujusoka. Jujusoka, yeah. Jujusoka. Jujusoka. What a, what a name. He's <laughs> revealing that his errand is to retrieve Sukuna's finger. And, uh, I mean, Chaz just works a little faster than Fushi because he is so smart. When we come back from the OP, he has put together that when Yuji ate the finger, that is when curses have revealed themselves even more so than before. And so kind of kind of go through, though, is he saying that this whole thing happened in this area just because of when that happened? I think, I think he's saying that 
these people have been cursed, right? Well, I don't know. Then they they didn't start dying until. until. So he's saying and that's when the curse really got enraged. Right. Or, it was like when it started yeah. amping things up. Okay. Is what I think is what we're talking about here. Um, he realizes that this curse is the same as the other one he had fought, except stronger, as the curse shoots like a slingshot of flames at him. Badass. This Eleven- one's sick. I love the design of this, like, Pidgeot type guy. Right. That's, you said last episode, or, yeah, I think it was last episode, you said that it was one of the better creature designs. I disagree, because this one, to me, is still number one. Um, but let me guess. You're so lame that just as you don't like nunchucks, you probably don't like a good old slingshot either. Uh, slingshots are better than nunchucks. Nunchucks are just the worst weapon you can find. Well, don't say that because you know how I feel about nunchucks, and we don't need to have that argument on this podcast again. I used to have nunchucks. I could have picked up a plastic straw and done more damage with it than a nunchuck. That's how lame those and we things just, are. We just know that's not true. Yeah, it is. I could have stabbed Speaking somebody. Speaking of nunchucks, and I don't believe that you had nunchucks because I came over here a lot, and you never showed me your nunchucks. Well, th- you know why? Because they were useless. I, if they were useful, I would have used them on you. I would have whooped your ass when you came in. You just never showed me to them. You still, one of the coolest birthday parties you ever had was we went to the karate dojo. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. And that was it. That's just a. It was cool. That was a Ronnie. That was one of my dojo. That was back in my dojo days. I think we. I turned six. I can't remember how old you turned. I just remember that I was really, you know, I was punching some wood. I was uh, jumping over some stuff, dodging (laughs) under some stuff. Uh, We had that guy with the ball. He was throwing the ball at us. Remember that? Yeah, and it was just bouncing back at me like I was a freaking wall. It was like an exercise ball. I was so stout. I used to think, oh my god, that thing is so big. I remember you got to cut your cake with a uh, with a sword. Remember what the cake looked like? No. Oh. No, I don't don't remember what your six six year old cake looked like. I just remember I was, it was like a holographic cake. I, it's weird that you don't you didn't remember the food item usually because I was like because I was like oh my god are they gonna let him actually have that sword? And then the guy it was kind of. Uh, he was kind of actually bitch because I was like, oh shit, he's going to cut that with a sword. And then the guy held your arms the whole time. So it was like, you cut it, but you actually didn't cut it. Well, I mean, I did. I, <laughs> but I you didn't because he was holding it the whole time. Well, I mean, I technically he had, had the situation hands. completely under control. Like, no, it, it, what's funny is I did whisper into his ears, hey, I know my parents are going to make you like kind of help me, but just act like you're holding my hands. And with this really kind of, this is why you're so mad about the nunchucks. You're like, oh, can I use nunchucks? They're the coolest weapon ever. And then the guy said, no, you're not ready. You can't wield nunchucks. No. Didn't let me use them. And then just you got a very serious look in your eye, and you were like, I will forever hate nunchucks. (laughs) I did have a pair of nunchucks, but it did traumatize me. So they start to fight, and right as Fushi is about to take a punch, we flash back to him getting knocked his ass out by – well, not out – uh, just knock to his ass by Gojo. I, I love when someone gets hit so hard that they get hit into a flashback. Those are always yeah. fun moments. And it turns out Fushi has asked Gojo, which is unusual, to help him train in his mission to surpass Itadori. So this is just between not last episode, but the episode before last and this one. Uh, when Fushi was in the bed and he told Itadori, like, I'm going to be better than you. To help get him there, he's asked Gojo for help. Gojo thinks he Gojo thinks he has as much potential as Yuji, but his problem is his mindset. 
And I loved this right here. Mm-hmm. He brings up the baseball game. And that, I mean, Chaz, you said it was filler. I told you it wasn't. We were going to learn important lessons later on from this baseball game. Well, I said everything was filler except for the bunt. And <laughs> he brings up that ridiculous bitch of a bunt Fushi laid down in the first inning against a pitching machine. <laughs> Like, oh, we get it. The pitching machine isn't going to throw you out, but there's still a catcher. Who was the catcher at the time? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, I actually do. Toto was the catcher yep. for the Kyoto team. Uh, he launched out of his catcher stance and uh, catcher's position and just fucking threw it out to first. Fushi didn't even get halfway to the base. Yeah. Okay? So, bitch. They're lucky they didn't try and double him up because I think they would have the way he was running. You know, Gojo says, the sacrifice bunt, it's a good team play. But that's the difference between you and uh, Itadori and even Gojo himself. They're the type of guys to swing for the fences, but Fushi can't make himself think that way. And I feel like I'm being kind of tough. By the way, don't feel too bad, Fushi. I am totally the guy bunting my way through life. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. It's not scary like, out here, people. It's not like it's the World Series that he's bunting. He's like, oh, this is going to be, you know, this is a really important game. It was just it was just an exchange event game. Like, swing for the damn fences, Fushi. So he goes on to explain how Fushi needs to change his mindset. And Gojo takes an uncalled shot at my boy Nanami. Says, if you continue on this path, you'll never be as strong as even Nanami, much less me. Damn. I thought that was totally uncalled for. I know, you don't say that about the adult of adults. He then ends it with a flick to the forehead and says, give it your best shot. And Be and here, greedier. Or give it your best, be greedier. And here it was like, it almost seemed like he used a power on Fushi right here. I know he really didn't. It was just him coming to a realization. But they used like an effect to where it was like his flick was like a power that he put into his mind. And are you saying like at that point in time? Yeah, I think at that it was point like, in time. It was like sweat or something. Yeah, and like really, really, it was just like doing that to like show the importance of it. But I'm going to say that he used some special flicking power to knock his brain into activation. See, I'm, I'm worried about someone else knocking his brain into super active vision. And is that? We'll get to it. Okay. All I'm saying is of the flashbacks that Fushi's getting ready to have that might knock him into action, I do not think this is the one that did it. So, we cut back to see Fushi got punched unconscious and clearly has some very serious head trauma because there is entirely too much blood on the wall behind his head for him to be okay. He comes to and says, this is it for me. And he then thinks back to his fight when Sukuna said to Fushi that he was a waste of talent. Now, tell me what you think about uh, the show in this regard. With that line... I was just watching this happy-go-lucky. Didn't yeah, Fushi got hit pretty hard. Was never scared for his life. But then they, I felt like they started playing it up like this was, like make or break time for Fushi. Do you feel that? Uh, kinda. I don't know if it's my mindset going into the, these episodes. And it's not that this show can't do it. I throw back to Toto fighting Hanami later or earlier on when he was getting ready to fall on those spikes, and I thought he could actually die. Wasn't even on my radar. This right here? I think so, but I think it's also because Fushi was 
going into this, he didn't even know that this there was a special grade like this. Yeah, it just happened very it quickly. It just happened very quickly, and then he was thrown off that this thing is even stronger than the last special grade because it's been having like a power-up by stealing people's whatever. And, and it wasn't even them. like a, when he fought Sukuna, and it was like this long, drawn-out thing, and it looked really bad there for a second when he like mm-hmm. fell down. This was literally the special grade flung a fire slingshot at him and then punched him once. Yeah, that's why I think I don't I guess they are kind of building up like that, but I also thought it was just like he just got caught way off guard. I right. wasn't expecting it. So stop nitpicking. Not even though, n- I, even though I don't even really I'm know what you're talking a, about. doing a professional podcasting job and analyzing the show in a very responsible way is what I would like to call it. And Bringing up fantastic talking points, which is something that you that was just, a great talking point. You got to get better at. As we get another voiceover from Gojo, maybe I actually couldn't tell who was saying this, but it says a sorcerer's growth isn't necessarily a gentle slope; it just takes a slight trigger to change a person. And that line, I actually liked how it was basically saying like, you might steadily grow, steadily grow. Maybe you'll hit even hit this plateau. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to hit that certain moment where yeah, do your best like launch. Uh. <laughs> See, I didn't like it. I got to be honest. No, you hear the third. You're going into space now. You just hear. Yeah, I know that you were doing like this uh, Bezos uh, rocket launch thing. Well, but I, I got to be honest. Though, yeah. I got to be honest. I didn't like it. You know why I you didn't, didn't like it? Why? Because what did I say? Right steady oh, do growth. my best steady steady growth oh, plateau let me do and my best yours then. was kind of a steady growth all the way through whereas mine was like hmm, well here's the thing you, i for, i forgot the line of you saying do your best i was just doing one all let right, me do yeah, my best i would like for you to do your best <laughs> and then it's fodder it's going so far up that you just hear <laughs> I actually like that little touch. Okay, that was your best. I like okay. that one much more, much more. Okay. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> and that's Jeffrey going to own another planet. That's what I like to call that one. <laughs> well, not he's not going to own a planet. All that guy does is just take a lap. Well, he's taking a lap, but he's getting ready to go prepare for the launch. He's this, he's still in the steady growth phase. Okay. Who's more in the mindset of take a lap than Jeffrey Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, like, you can run a marathon, you can do a sprint. And Jeffrey's like, you know what? Fucking rich. thing might just take a lap. A little 11-minute lap around the globe. You could go to Mars. You can even go to the moon. I'll take a lap. That's what he gets for losing half of his net worth to his stinky wife. Ex-wife. Don't say that. I think she's probably a fantastic person. Not as fantastic as Jeffrey. That guy's awesome. Alright, so we see Fushi. He's hyping himself up. And I'm going to just read this word for word because I thought it was just beautiful. Spit out the entire depths of my shadow. Worry about a specific structure later and just push it out as soon as I collect the cursed energy. Imagine a future version of myself who's freely surpassed my limits. I always imagine that. With a strong foundation and a little bit of sense oh. and imagination. I always imagine I got a strong hey, foundation. Hey, can I? This is actually pretty oh, awesome. Can I fucking read it? I'm going to start over. 
Is this my line? I, I might not have captured your attention because I didn't do a good enough voice. Okay, let me do like yeah, this. Do a better deep, voice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to explain this voice. I'm going to give you a warning. It's going to be deep and it's going to have some shadow to it. All right. Ooh. It's going to be hard to see. Spit out the entire depths of my shadow. Worry about a specific structure later and just push it out as soon as I collect the cursed energy. Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm going to have to start over. (laughs) No, that wasn't Bruce Wayne. First of all, Bruce Wayne talks like a dude. Batman is what you were going for. Get fucking cultured, you fucking dweeb. No, no, it's it's so bad that it was like Bruce Wayne doing an impression of Batman. Well, your voice cracked. So what what impression were you doing? doing Winnie the Pooh? No, I was doing an impression of a guy talking... About Bruce Wayne all right, well, then talking you, about Batman. First of all, I think it was actually pretty nice. I think a lot of people gave some people chills. This is what I think. Okay. What, how do you think I need to make it better? I think what you're going Give for... Give me some feedback. Okay, you you don't need to fantastalize it as much. Fantasticalize it, it as much. I thought it was you're pretty grounded. It I thought it was too pre- fantastic. You gotta make it less fantastic. Okay, well, first, I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree. My boy is getting ready to do his domain expansion for the first time. But it's not, it's not, it's not complete. I mean, it's an incomplete one. So you gotta do a little bit less fantastical, and I think you've got it spot on. Let's right. hear it. Alright, let me work that. Okay. <clears throat> wow, <laughs> this is pretty deep here. Okay, this is, this is what acting is, alright? Um, shows contact me I can definitely do voiceover work practicing <clears throat> spit out the entire death of my shadow worry about a specific structure later and just push it out as soon as I collect the cursed energy imagine a future future yeah fuck dude dude you were <laughs> it. It. <clears throat> that was a perfect voice <clears throat> I'm gonna start over but not actually start over because people would hate it if I started over again imagine a future version of myself who's freely surpassed my limits with a strong foundation and a little bit of sense and imagination, domain expansion, Chimera Shadow Garden. Yes, that was oh, it right there. That? that was that was super good, dude. You I like feel that? like there's definitely gonna be people that are gonna comment on how sick that was. I thought my water bottle was open. That was almost so bad. Thank you for those compliments. How about that name? You know, we like to comment on names. What do you think of this one? Chimera Shadow Chimera Shadow Garden. I wish I came up with it. That's what I think about it. I was Very saying. good. Um, so the ground starts to be covered up by like black sludge. It's like water. I think it moves kind of like water, but it's sludgy because it's black. And it, yeah, it's like a. Uh, and they don't even. What's crazy about this? It's not even really three D. You know what I mean? They don't anim- animize it in three D. Normally, it's like they got to use a bunch of three D to animate something like this. It's not really though. So it's like. Damn, this is a good job by Mappa. Okay. You know? All right. Yeah. Dude, we got to talk about... This is an anime podcast. We no, no, talk no. About I like it. I, I'm just smiling away because I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'm acting like I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I, I took an anime class. Not right. an anime. An animation class when I was younger. Fantastic. And Fushi at this point has gone absolutely insane. He is looking very Sukuna-like. He very is, Sukuna-like. But in like a good way. I think this is a great way. Okay. The black sludge forms into a bunch of shadow frogs that start to climb up googly eyes McChisel pants. That's, I think that's a nickname I gave the guy because his eyes are kind of googly and then McChisel pants. McChisel pants, that's pretty good. Which provides a distraction for Fushi to attack himself. He gives him a kick, 
The curse manages to send an attack towards Fushi, but he is one step ahead of him as he now uh, forms a couple of Nueis to come swooping down. But the curse does a powerful move that destroys the entire domain expansion, but... But... It turns out it was all one big distraction to allow for Shadow to use Shadow Conductor. Shadow... To use not on a train to use his totality claws, destroying the curse. Kept got him off guard, and then just. <laughs> so Fushi falls to his knees, grabbing one of Sukuna's fingers as his surroundings fade away. We were in like the curse's curse domain so, the whole time. So yeah. Question mark. Yes. So you can have. So it was like a domain inside of inside a domain. Inside of a domain. Whoa. We cut to Sukuna's den as he is happier than ever. He is just having a good laugh because that's so he's been he's able to see that from even where Yuji was, which is, and he gets pretty horny about this. He's uh, it's pretty wild that he's this interested in Fushi. That's why you want my prediction. Mm-hmm. I kind of mentioned it last episode, but we weren't to this yet. At some point, I think Sukuna leaves Itadori's body and enters Fushi's. Do you think his pact has something to do with Fushi? Maybe. Here's the thing. When they did the pact... It was right after he died, right in front of Fushi. It was this... um, Who? When he pulled his own heart out, or his heart was out, and he dies right in front of Fushi, Yuji. Then that's when he goes to Sukuna because he's dead, and they make a pact for him to. Oh, come after alive. yeah, yeah, yeah right after. after food, yeah, yeah, um, right. So but that's the, why I think the initial pact that, has it. Right, the initial pact that we saw on screen that wasn't agreed upon was Sukuna basically being like, "I get to come out whenever I want." Yeah, and they said no, and then they did a little bet, and Ichidori lost the bet. We never actually saw what, what the was, pact yeah. was. So that would be dope if they pulled a little trickeroo like, on us. Like whenever Fushi completes, whenever he gets to like the level he wants him to get to, like yeah. he has a full domain expansion and is sick with it, right? Then he he's allowed to come out or something. That'd be pretty cool. I like all of this, like all of it. After the calling card, we cut to Fushi sitting on top of a throne of people. He's given this big old speech on how you need to draw a line on where you agree or yeah, on where you agree not to infringe on another person. That way both people can live together. Breaking that rule, swaggering around and having others try not to anger, you must have felt real pleasant. The next time you do it in front of me, I'll kill you. Is what so basically this is what's going on. Fushi's laying on a bunch of beat like how many people are here? I'll tell you how many. Too many. Too, yeah, too many. <laughs> it's it's got to be like 30 bodies stacked on top of mm-hmm. each other. And it's very poetic. Basically what Fushi is saying here, I think. I don't even know if these guys did anything to Fushi. I think these guys are just total like uh, grouped up douchebags that intimidate others. Yeah. You know, they probably do some light bullying, but I don't even I think they just make people feel small about themselves. And so Fushi just had enough of it one day and just kicked some ass. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, brother. 
Because even one of the guys in the middle of the pile asks, what did we ever do to you? <laughs> Fusi says, figure it out yourself or go die. <laughs> so inside, a b- let's be, let's call them what they are. A bunch of losers are talking about how one of them is going to go tell the bully that they, uh, tell off the bully. They clearly don't know what just happened inside. Yeah, losers. Um, these guys are dweebs, all right? Mm-hmm. Dorks, dweebs. Now, they shouldn't get bullied, but... Nerds. But what dweebs? Fushi strolls by, not saying anything. And a girl appears behind him. She looks concerned, says, You told me you would stop fighting. And he tells her to stop acting like his guardian. When he thinks to himself that he hates bad people, they act so damn superior as we see a boy trapped in a circle of laughing people. I kind of like this art thing that they did. Mm-hmm. I think it's a... Uh, it was a good visualization of how people feel wow, about they bullying. Were, Don't you they agree? Were, yeah, I'm just glad. Sometimes you, it just feels like you're trapped in a circle of people laughing at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said that word without stuttering. That's like... Thank you. Very good. But then he says, I can't deal with good people either. They forgive the bad people. Then they view the act of forgiveness as a noble thing. I thought this was pretty interesting, him saying this, because I... It's a very dark outlook. It is very dark, but it's it it adds another layer to Fushi because I I feel like I didn't really understand him at all until he until this moment right here. Right. Yeah, because you, you kind of think of him. I guess I kind of thought of him as very grounded, introverted, but not so like he had his own problems. This he is a problem. Ha- yeah, definitely has his own problems. This is like a way of thinking that's not good, not healthy. There's definitely mm-hmm. some in between here and he doesn't have that. He says Sumiki is an example of a good person, so he looks at her and says, "You disgust me." Damn. Uh, he goes on to explain in first grade his father and Sumiki's mother's banged and then vanished without a trace. Tale as old as time, really. So it's kind of like so he's older than this young lady. No, I don't think so. But I don't, I don't know if they directly say. He just says that. No, no, no. I think she's older. Well, so this is like his sister. In the flashback, this is like his sister, but not really a sister. There, yeah, it's a stepsister. Just stepsister, okay? Because that's how it works. Yeah, I always thought that it was almost his half sister, like same. Same one uh, of the same mother, parents. different father, or something like that. But no, it's just stepsister. Right. They're not actually blood related. His okay. dad found this woman who had this girl. Stepsister inserted inside of his mom or inside of her mom. Yes, uh, Fushi's father did have a penis, presumably. Okay, that inserted into the woman's reproductive parts. Yep. Uh, now that nothing came out of that per se, other than just a uh, bonding of house and home it disturbs me how much that that act of intercourse is never really about reproduction it disturbs me you've always said that yeah you think you know there's a reason for that okay yeah quit quit playing with it all right quit playing if you're not serious don't you're I, trying to build a new generation, not mm-hmm. not spill out some. Is liquids. this a fucking game to you? Yeah, is basically what you're saying. Oh, I just want this feeling. I'm not trying to build a new generation, right? 
right. father up a new whatever. Amen, brother. That just disturbs me, man. Amen. This country. Love that. It's just like, if you're going to find a mate, okay, you got to make sure that this mate of yours is going to build up a generation with you. You're trying to build the new generation, trying to parental uh, control youth. You're not trying to just spill some liquids into someone. Right. Exactly. I've always said that. Yeah. Keep the glass away from the edge of the table. We don't want that slipping out, slipping over into something that we don't want to start. Exactly. Disgusting. I I think we are just on the same page here. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So these two parents peaced out. They disappeared. And a suspicious white-haired man told Fushi that you know your dad is from the Zenin clan? A big clan among jujutsu sorcerers. But they're such good-for-nothings it even freaks me out. Dang, I love Gojo. I just fucking love him. He's such a like a not-good person, but for some reason is made out to be a good person. So why do you say that? Because of this next scene that comes up. It's the most bizarre thing ever, and it made me giggle so much. Alright, we'll wait till we get there. Okay. He says, Your father left the clan to have you. He was saving you as the ultimate card to use against the Zenin clan. Fushi says that explains how they disappeared. Apparently I was sold to the Zenin clan. He then says, But that irritating white-haired man stopped my cell to the Zenin clan and made the promise that I would work as a jujutsu sorcerer as collateral to get financial aid from Jujutsu High. So... Is he saying here that Gojo was just trying to get financial aid from him too, or was he actually saving Fushi? No, that's why I'm so confused about it. He's saying he's not a good guy. He's such a good guy. Is he though? Yes. I thought he he used him to get financial aid for himself too. No. No. He was just saying Fushi's going to school for free. Okay. But they're okay. saying, he's basically being like, yeah, you know, you can do some jujitsu sorcering for me, and we'll count that as your financial Well, aid. then he does this stuff with his hands, where I'm like, is this guy a pedophile, or what's going on here? <laughs> All he's doing is, he's doing jazz fingers, because he's yeah, so he's excited. Yeah, jazz fingers. I was like, does this guy, did he literally buy Fushi to use his jazz fingers on him? No, there is, he doesn't, what I'll say, I think he's a great guy. He doesn't have a good bedside manner. Is the thing because he doesn't he, have good manners at all. He's uh, he's informing Fushi that he was sold off by his father, but he's saying it like, "And you were sold by your father, and, and now goes, you could." Doesn't that piss you off? <laughs> um, so he says shortly after he started ninth grade, Sumiki was cursed from an unknown source, but apparently there had been several victims nationwide. She was left bedridden, and he thinks back to some of her kind words and how she was always genuinely angry with him when he hurt someone. He thinks more on this. He realizes that he was just a stupid kid when he was rejecting her care and kindness, but he misses her, and he wants her to wake up. Aww. He then falls asleep. Yeah, because he realized how much of an asshole he was for saying, you disgust me to her for being a good person. Come on now. Elsewhere, Jujusuka feels a strong presence and seems to realize that Sukuna's fingers has left the barrier. Phalange. 
He starts to go after the phalange, but is chased by Kugisaki. Just then, Itadori shows up to the party. Jujutsuka's got a back on his face? Well, he says, don't look at my back to Nobara, and yeah. that's when Yuji just shows up right behind him to see his back. This all, I got very hectic right here yeah. at the end. I mean, a face on his back that spews blood. I, I don't I don't know what's what's going on. He's but so fashionable in the front, and then when you see him from the back... It's, it's a like, train wreck. Yeah. Talking about cabooses, this one went off the rails right here. I, that's the end of the episode, so presumably we're going to have quite a duel with a uh, face of a back, back of a face. Pretty wild shit, dude. Um, so we go to the Juju Stroll. Oh, God. Itadori's going, you know, he's hitting that 11 out of a 10 like usual. Gojo and Nobara can't deal with it. But Fushi's being hit on by a lady, so they all race immediately, so anime, to see what's going on. They basically tackle the poor lad, and Gojo asks them not to touch him so casually. See, this is what I was talking about earlier. Gojo (laughs) and his jazz fingers. (laughs) It's just a weird way to word it, you know? Don't... So I'm saying this. Guy, I agree. I agree, though. Like for you, I'm going to tell you right now. Never touch me too casually. All right. Uh, yeah. If you're going to touch me, touch me with purpose mm-hmm. and like it means something. So okay. no one gets any funny ideas. Don't make it all casual. Uh, Gojo on goes on to say that Fushi's late for his violin lesson. And finally, Fushi just turns back. He's done with this. Talks to the nice young woman. Informs her that the train station is that way. And then yells at the others for being so damn embarrassing. Train station. Told you there was some things about trains this episode. That's the end of the episode. So what'd you think? I enjoyed this episode a lot. I loved Fushi's flashback. Liked seeing uh, his kind of fucked up side and why he's actually fucked up. Right. Because like, I was like you. I always thought he was real grounded. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have his own problems, but he definitely does. And then... His domain expansion, I want to see it in its full form because it's the my favorite one I've seen so far besides Mahitos because that one's just... Uh, nah, Mahitos is my favorite. Okay. So I take that back. Yeah, Second you, favorite. You though. love a good... You love some hands. I love some hands. I love some touchy hands. I even like it better than Gojo's. I think Gojo's is just like so OP that it doesn't mean anything to me. That's fair. I, that's fair, I think. Um... Yeah, I like this episode. I liked a lot of things about this episode a lot, as far as Fushi's domain expansion, um, seeing his relationship with Gojo, that Gojo basically took him under his wing. Because uh, we had known from the very beginning, like, Fushi was a first year, but in the very first episode, he was working for the Jujutsu High mm-hmm. before the others got there. He'd already had a room set up, so it was like, what's going on here? Um, I guess. A lot. Unless there's more to the story, there's seems like my uh, prediction was wrong. Although Fushi is from kind of a powerful clan, but he didn't necessarily work underneath that clan. Yeah. And then, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Something about the sister stuff isn't doing it for me. Like I like Fushi, I like the Gojo stuff. I don't care about the yeah, sister. Well, I think. Part of this is, I mean, like, what do you think? And I'm and I'm being, I'll be semi serious and I'll be serious. I think part of it is because she's a girl. First okay, off, okay, so you're not gonna be serious. <laughs> Fantastic. So are you saying like if it was his brother, would it be different? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I it is. I'm the same way. I'm saying this. Uh, this uh, her being in a coma for the whole thing. All we ever knew it was that she was in a coma or something weird was going on, and then just for him to have a few flashbacks of him, her saying she doesn't like him hurting people, and saying some other nice things. Yeah, it, just being and it, I I actually do agree with you on this. I liked more of the fact that I just saw his his mindset. It could have been to anyone. It could have been to a random janitor at the school. His mindset shown off like that. I didn't care at all about his sister. I just cared about how he actually viewed like those it, things. It's just like we've already seen him have uh, near death situations with Sukuna. So I don't know what made this one other than I guess he was fighting the thing that perhaps directly caused his sister's coma yeah. to make him all of a sudden t- turn the turn the corner on that. I guess it, it is, yeah. And he, then the, he, other, the other thing is like, okay, he seemed to come to peace with that. How does he change from here? Is he going to be let more people in? Is he going to be dark emo Fushi or... What? Yeah, that that is true. I'm actually really excited to see where he goes from here, because it could. I don't. I, I that's one thing where I have no fucking idea. Yeah, like if he lightens up a little bit, he lets Itadori and uh, uh, Kugisaki is more friendly with them, tells them more stuff. Then I think it's kind of more productive. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely say the parts I liked more most about this episode was seeing. Um, I like seeing his mindset on good and bad people and yeah. how he actually thought. All right. Cool. So. Cool. With that being said. Cool. I had one message in Discord I needed to get to. It's from Miss Argentina. Once again, I think, I don't, these people are taking some underhanded shots at me. And I just don't like it. I'm going to hear it. She says, first, she says on a serious note. Okay, so she's being serious here. Ronnie, are you still growing out your hair to dress uh, like an dress up like Aaron? Okay, and I'm like, all right, I'm with this. I'm with this. And then she goes, if not, can we get a flagel? <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Can <laughs> we? If not, if you are, you know, that's fine. But Mr. if Argentina, not, what the fuck is what the fuck is that supposed? To mean? <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? Huh? Flagel. You think I'm very flagel-like, do you? Well, that's only if you're not growing it out like Aaron. Then yeah. Flagel had long hair, too. What is she talking about? I think she's trying to make a comment on my weight. And I just... I just think that's inappropriate. I don't like that. Uh, yes, I'm still growing my hair out. It's getting pretty pretty uh, good in length. Uh, Chaz is very mad because I've got... Uh, v- very awesome Levi thing going on right now. Yeah, well, and you don't show it because you wear a hat every day, so it's not even awesome. Well, it, show the, it. The Levi thing only works because I wear the hat. Because what you do is you you pull back the hair, put on the hat, and then when you take the hat off, it naturally does a part in the middle that makes me look like Levi. Well, the thing is, you don't take it off for people. You take it off for me, which is fine, but. <laughs> And not for other people. But you don't touch me casually, all right? That, yeah. I take it off for you, but we don't. I don't touch you casually. Yeah, you always say this. It's because I wake up at 6.15 a.m. in the morning, all right? Oh, boo-hoo. And when you... Okay, don't... Do you shower in the morning? We've talked... All right, let's fight. Hey, 
Let's put on some knuckle protectors and go to the... Ever heard of product? Go to a fight. Ever heard of product? Go to a fight. Okay. Do you shower in the morning? No. Exactly. Because you know what your hair is? It's like a no. prickly, it's like a prickly bush and it's short, so you don't have to. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. you wake up and you just run your fingers through it and it's so short, it works. All right. Now with a luscious mane product such as I have I would use product. You don't understand you've never had hair like this. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. And I use you know what I you, used? Product. No, you haven't. You you don't know what this is like, okay? It's uh my biggest curse and blessing. You wake up at six fifteen in the morning, all right? Did you wake up at six fifteen this morning? No, but it's Saturday, dude. Then why is the hat on right now? Because it's Saturday. Oh, so you wake up at 6.15 Monday through Friday, so you always have a hat on. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, because it's Saturday, you have a hat on. That's exactly right. <laughs> so Sunday, do you let the mane out? Sometimes I let the sometimes I let the mane out on the weekends. Now, here's the thing. If I had, I didn't shower before I came here. You're like Fushi. You're a waste of potential, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Should I not wear a hat so much? Probably so. But it's just an easy thing to do. It keeps it all controlled. See, and I, then I give see, you a compliment, and you just you tuck it away. What was the compliment? What was the compliment? You have nice hair, but you you always... didn't say that. You didn't say that compliment. <laughs> you, what do you? You never said that. I've said it before. I think you just. I've said it before, and you just go into if your you little were, okay, shell. If you were me, what would you do? What would you do if you I were would me? take the hat off? I would take it off. Would you be? be like, uh, do you agree or do you not agree that a shower is probably needed to help tame this? It's probably needed to help tame it, but it's also a Saturday, and you didn't wake up at six fifteen a.m. Okay, I want to see your hair in full force. I don't want to see a if, stupid. If hat you're on saying it. that, I can start uh, putting forth the effort on the weekends to do it. I'm talking about the work week. Well, the work week, I feel like you can at least one of the days at least try a little bit. But if we, all right, here's the deal: if we both start waking up at six a.m and sending uh, sweet good morning texts to each other, I'll mm-hmm. wake up and shower and come to work with no So hat you're on. telling me I need to wake up and text you sweet good morning. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that's the message. I'm just saying, like, don't be mean. Just be like, hey, 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 buddy. Good, good morning. Morning. How are you? Because sometimes your texts, I feel like they come across as, like, uncaring and dickish. Do, how, do you actually think that? Um... Well, let me let me see. Let me see. I am not. I will say this. I'm not very good at texting. A lot of people say that to me. Um, I'm just scrolling through this one. This this one message you sent. It just says this is fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was having to. We're playing. We got a new game. You want to talk about that? Oh, we do. We've been playing Splitgate. I'm sure you've heard the craze. Um, we're fucking good at it. not what i would have said but yeah we're playing splitgate we've been retired from video games for a long time if you're playing the game uh let us know on discord and maybe if the time works out we can get a couple games in with some of our loyal listeners and we're planning on streaming here short he's saying that we have no plans to do that because we don't have any of the equipment so why would he tell you guys that well if you guys think that would be interesting we would consider streaming all right Anything else you want to say? Um, no, just let's uh let's hear your thoughts, guys, on streaming. <laughs> All right, 
But no, tell us about what you think about these couple episodes. Email us at the podcast chronicles at gmail.com, Twitter at podcast chronic. Uh, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Subscribe yeah. on your podcast apps. Leave us an Apple Podcast review. And the final thing I want to say is I'm going to look at you right in your eye. Thank you for my compliment. You're I welcome. Pre- thank you. I thank you. That means a lot. You don't have to burrow up and. My hair's never been this long. I'm just kind of uncomfortable about it. I like it, kind of, but I also don't know. You know, it's just a lot to handle. And, and I since I gave you a compliment, I can't monitor it. Since I gave you a compliment, I'll have to give you a D compliment. Okay, and great. Here we go. Shave the beard. Okay. No. Shave it. it does does it just not? It's not working for you. If you're going for the Levi look, you can't have a beard because guess what? Levi doesn't have a beard. Well, okay. But I'm not going for the Levi look. Well, why are you parting it exactly like Levi and you've been walking around all five foot five ish recently and <laughs> just recently though, right? Just recently. That's what I'm Okay. <laughs> I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.